Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> welcome back to the Randy True on that show. Oh man, uh, this week has been one. I'm trying to tell you, it has been one. But uh, we're gonna press forward anyhow. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lady J won't be joining us today. Um, I think she came down with uh, Ebola. <laughs> Um, so it'd be my co-host that's always uh holding me down as my anchor woman has has caught uh Ebola, which I call the new AIDS, thanks to Dave Chappelle. Anyway, moving forward, uh, I have my other co-host with me, the men's advocate, my auntie, Linda DT. Holla at the people real quick. <laughs> can you Welcome to the show. <laughs> D, DT, can you hear me nice and good? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. Oh my goodness. Ooh, I love it. I love it too. Okay, anyway, uh moving on. Um I want everyone to hear this uh clip I have. Um from Denzel Washington and those who are watching by uh, way of uh, live my live stream, uh, you'll be able to uh, see it as I talk about it. So um, let's listen to Denzel Washington real quick, and we will start our show. that it's yours already. So the desire you have, that itch that you have to be whatever it is you want to be, in front of the camera, on, on the stage, behind the stage, that itch, that desire for good is God's proof to you, sent already, to indicate that it's yours. You already have it. Claim it. Understand this. Understand this also. You have these dreams. And as Kenny said, dreams without goals remain dreams, just dreams, and ultimately fuel disappointment. Mm -hmm. 
dreams without goals, yearly goals, life goals, daily goals, monthly goals, hourly goals, minute by minute goals. Dreams without goals are just dreams, and they ultimately fuel disappointment. Goals on the road to achievement cannot be achieved without discipline and consistency. Hmm. You understand? Between goals and achievement are discipline and consistency. I pray that you all put your shoes way under the bed that night so that you got to get on your knees in the morning. <laughs> and while you're down there, thank God for grace and mercy and understanding. We all fall short of the glory. We all got plenty. Just If you just start thinking of all the things you got to say thank you for, <laughs> that's a day. Come on, That's easily a day, right? So you have all been given these gifts. We have a little boy in our show, we're doing Raising in the Sun, and he, we have a circle, we pray every day. And his prayer, he, this boy is prayed up. He just <laughs> prays that we go out and touch someone tonight. He says, God, somebody out there needs us tonight. The chew on that show is back, baby. And um I just wanna say that uh Denzel Washington just dropped a bomb on us. And he was talking about the law of attraction, and that's what our show is gonna be about today. The law of attraction. But I'm gonna put a different spin to it. Um we have a special guest on the show today um, that specializes in this topic, and um, we're going to have a nice long discussion about it, and I'm going to be very controversial today because I had a messed up week. DT, how your week been before I introduce the guest? My week has been busy, but very good. Busy, but very... You know what? My week... <laughs> my week kind of reminded me of the fat lady at my son's soccer practice oh no yes i'm bringing her back into the picture i'm still scorned from that experience by the way uh today's show is, is sponsored by monster energy drink um red bull is sponsors again next week but this week we're sponsored by monster shout out to monster man uh doesn't give you wings it gives you claws <sighs> anyway I want to introduce my guest for today. My guest for today, the one and only Kelly. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Randy, so much for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. Now, and, uh, nice to meet you, Linda, virtually. Thank you, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Now, before thank you for having me. Now, before we continue, y'all can hear each other perfectly fine, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. I fixed the problem that I've kept having all this all this long time. Okay, anyway, um the law of attraction. First, Kelly, before we get into that, tell my fan base and tell Linda who you are, what you're about, what you do, spit it at us. 
Okay, well, my name is Kelly, as you know, uh, last name Cooper. Um, I am a coach that specializes in the law of attraction, and I've been running my blog for about three years now, and I offer coaching services and, and all that good stuff over at my website. And I... What's the website? To run the business. Oh, LiveLifeMadeToOrder.com. LiveLifeMadeToOrder.com. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> and, um, so, um, you know, it's, you know, like many businesses nowadays uh, online, I can run it from anywhere. So for the last six years, my husband and I, he also um, does online work. Uh, we've been basically traveling the world for the last six years, you know, so I can do it from anywhere. We do house sitting, we rent apartments, and I've lived all over the world, and it's, it's been pretty great. And, you know, this teaching was really a linchpin in, in turning my life around. Like many people um, drawn to this teaching in particular, maybe personal development in general, my life was kind of like in the shitter at the time, and you're, I'm thinking like, this is not taller. I can't go on like this anymore. I'm like, there has to be a better way, right? And I, I started getting into these teachings, and once I did, my, my life started changing dramatically, and I was like, okay, I'm, so, there's something to this idea that our inner world creates our outer world, that we're this spiritual being that has this kind of power to influence its reality by way of, you know, our energy, right, which is our, like, you know, thoughts, beliefs, feelings, all that kind of inner stuff that comprises our quote-unquote vibration. Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah, so once I started, that that teaching was so integral, it was like the main thing of, of anything that I, you know, immersed myself in, and when I saw the changes I made in my life, and not just about, it's not just about getting stuff, yeah, we can manifest money, job, all that, yeah, it's wonderful, we get to want it, it's great, but just like the spiritual aspect of it, like connecting to source connecting to something bigger than yourself like getting in touch with like your your spirit your soul or whatever you like to call it your higher self whatever it was just such a profound impact on my life and I felt so passionate about you know talking you know sharing my insights with people that I could share it in my own way with my personality my take on it and who and people that resonate with that I'm hoping it helps them. And I find there's a lot of misconceptions about the teaching that I think either lead people to kind of dismiss it as bullshit, like right at the gate, <laughs> or they believe in it and it sounds good. And there's like some intuitive spark of like, they feel like they're connecting with like a truth. Yeah. But then the, the way it's presented kind of, it's kind of, like I said, there's a lot of like misconceptions about it. And I think people try to start applying it and it's not quote unquote working for them. And then they get like super frustrated. Wow. And I think what happens is if you don't think you can have what you want and you just kind of resign yourself to it and you feel kind of crappy about it, it's like, you're kind of used to living that way and it's just like whatever. But I think when like there's that spark of hope and you actually think it's possible and then you think you're failing at achieving it, to me that feels a lot worse. So I feel like a lot of people, they get into this teaching and it like fucks with their head because they're kind of applying it from like a kind of a, a weird space and like there's like the misconceptions about it and then they think they're failing at manifesting and then they feel even worse than they did before like, it felt even worse to like think I could get this thing and now I'm failing at getting it <laughs> rather than thinking like I, it was never going to happen anyway like that's kind of shitty too but I was kind of used to that kind of shitty this is like a new kind of shitty I'm like <laughs> feeling like I failed and like it's never and like that hope and then the hope is dashed it's like oh that really sucks. So like for me, I try to present the teachings in a way I think that kind of dispel the misconceptions okay. and kind of help people apply the difference between like theory and reality because of our humanness that we have to work through stuff to kind of get to where we want to be energetically. Wow. 
Wow. You said some words that that, that I love that I want to highlight on. But before I do, I want to lay down some, let's, let's all three of us lay down some foundational definitions for four words that I chose to stir the conversation for this topic. And DT, I need you to be very vocal this show, um, because, um, I've had a crappy week and I'm just going to say stuff to piss people off. So I'm going to need you to be the, uh, <laughs> I'm going to need, need you to be auntie today and, and really help me out. Um, the first word I want to talk about is attraction. Let's lay down a root definition for attraction because we're talking about the law of attraction. And in order to have a productive conversation, a dialogue about it, we have to lay down some def- definitions or some defining words to lead us into understanding what the statement law of attraction actually means. So let's start off with mm. the word attraction. What is an attraction? Is it something that is sexual? Is it something that is eye-capturing? Is it something that's felt? Talk to me, ladies. DT and then Kelly. Oh, you're I think I think it's uh you're a magnet. You know, you bring energy and or people to you. So it could be, you know, somebody walks into a room and the room kind of goes a little quiet and heads turn. And, you know, some people have that magnetic quality that they just command the room or they take over the room. Yeah. It could be that type of energy or it could be uh, an energy that maybe energy for success or energy for wealth or energy for maybe the person has a natural uh, physical talent that it just, you know, comes so easily to him or her. So, yeah, it's just, uh, I would say it's it's an energy in what you do with that energy, and it's used for a powerful magnetic uh, attraction. Wow. Kelly, chime in. Yeah, I, I like that. I like the word magnet. I think that's a great way. Like the way I see it is like, right, we have an energy, a vibration that's like a non-physical part of us that I think it, to conceptualize it with our human mind, we probably can't. And uh, have thoughts, feelings, beliefs, perspectives, all this stuff that's kind of going on in our head and in our heart. Yes, and yes. And whatever is do- dominant, right, because we have a whole mix of stuff, I think, whatever is dominant is going to determine you're going to so whatever you believe whatever you're feeling whatever you're fearing any energy positive energy to you're putting out there you're going to attract things to you that mirror that energy back that are going to feel like the feelings you feel now that are going to um match the beliefs you have now so yeah it's kind of like what she was saying like the magnet you're kind of drawing that stuff to you but it's in a neutral non-judgmental way so it's not like it's not a punishment it's not a reward it just is it's kind of like a computer what you're putting out is like you know the output and then the input is you know like the input is your energy and the output is like what you're attracting so it's like a neutral non-judgmental sort of process and yeah like you're drawing stuff to you that's just what you're emitting you're drawing stuff back to you that's going to mirror that energy back to you in some way wow you know oh i like this we already got comments going on on uh on, we already got fans asking questions so i'm i'm going to say their questions real quick um cool. before we keep laying down foundational because i i like the interaction i'm not the type of person i'm i'm very wise i i admit that 
and I have a lot of knowledge, but I'm not the type of person that makes it seem like I know everything. I can learn from anything and anybody um, because when you really have knowledge, you understand you really don't know crap. Anyway, you don't know uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the more you know, it's like the more you realize you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I don't know squat. But um, we have no idea. We have no we know nothing basically. Yeah, like we know like a millionth of a percent of anything. <laughs> the, the 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 person on Facebook says, "How does the law of attraction work in relationships? Someone who seems to get the same type of person all the time." Okay, Kelly, I want you to answer it in DT, and then I'm going to give my comment. Okay, well, I guess I have to go very general, but I'm, I'm assuming they're probably talking about, about like romantic relationships, right? That's one of our, our one of the big LOA kind of draws, right? Like yeah, yeah, moment, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that, you know, manifestations are very personal. So, like, when we manifest something, like, ten, like 10 people can manifest the same thing, and I think for everybody it's going to represent something different. Okay. So, with relationships... They could be mirroring back countless things to somebody, really depending on their energy. Like, for example, let's say, um, so it could have something to do with self-esteem. It could have something to do with, like, your worthiness, your deserving, you know. Or, for example, a more general, let's say you have a belief um, that life, you can never truly get what you want. You always kind of have to settle and compromise, right? Like, a lot of people have a belief like that. Uh-huh. So, one, one, so, for example, for a relationship for somebody, let's say someone had a strong belief like that, one way that energy could get mirrored back to them is by constantly meeting people that are kind of what they want, but kind of what they don't want, but they feel like they can't get what they want anyway, so they have to kind of settle for this person. And even though there's all these red flags, and even though you kind of know this person's not a great match for you, you're kind of like, well... You know, nobody's perfect, and you know you can't get everything you want anyway. So I better just settle for this because it's tolerable, right? So like, that could be a reason. You know, that that belief in having to settle and compromise that could be for somebody one of the ways that gets mirrored back to them is in their relationships. They're always meeting the people that are kind of okay, but kind of not okay, and they aren't really that excited about, but they kind of put up with. Okay. And so for. You people like basically with any manifestation, especially relationships, because there's so much emotional charge there. Uh-huh. It's like you have to think about the people I'm meeting. How do they make me feel? What beliefs are they? Are what beliefs about this relationship? What do I believe about these things? You know, how does you know how do these people treat me? And once you start kind of getting a little deeper into like what you think is being reflected back to you, uh-huh. you kind of can start to see the patterns and then you can kind of see kind of what you're putting out there and then you're like oh I get why I keep attracting these same people I keep attracting people that are beneath me because I used to watch my mom berate my dad all the time and I said that that would never happen to me so I'm always the quote unquote better one in the relationship for example wow. right? so you kind of have to see what's being you have to kind of do a little detective work on yourself to see what is maybe being mirrored back to you in the type of people that are coming into your life, especially romantically. Wow. DT, do we, do we, does our belief system keep connecting us with people that are garbage? Talk to me, auntie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, You know, it's all about our belief system. But the cool thing is, at a moment's notice, we could crash and burn and change that belief system. Right, especially right. If especially if it's not working for us. So <laughs> if you're always 
treating, for example, an abuser type person, uh-huh. um, or if you're a guy, maybe she's a toxic type person, um, th- th- you have to look at that. There is something that's going on that you have to validate. Maybe something that went on in your childhood way ahead of this person, right? Right, right. And you go there because it's like slipping on a comfortable pair of bedroom slippers. You know, it's just habit. It's comfort, but it's not good for you. So once you go back to the root source of why you have that belief, then you have the power to change it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's magical. And to segue um, to the, to the uh, user's question, for me, the way I use it in a relationship is I have what I call my lines in the sand. Okay. Like, do not cross this line. You know, one of them happens to be cheating. Um, another one happens to be, you know, character and truthfulness and things like that. So um, if we have a strong fiber, if we have strong character, that we put out that energy into the universe, like don't mess with me in this regard. I don't mind if you did something bad, but just be truthful and honest with me so we can work through this. Don't go behind my back. Right, right, right. And hurt me further. Like, let's, you, you just have to lay it on the table and we can work together as a couple to, to move through this. So I think people today don't have enough of the line in the sand. They don't know who they are. So, you know, when you're willy-nilly, what you attract is that uncertainty in return. Wow. So, so, what, so what do we say then? Um, and I, 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 please, I didn't mean to cut you off, Auntie. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's all right. You good? We good? I want to attract good. your good side to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so so what do you say to the person who seems like they're always giving 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 in a relationship and they're attracting bs so so are we saying that the attraction or the magnet or the energy or the vibe that we set off is that what we feel like we deserve instead of what we give right it is yeah and, and with a magnet just like we learned in science class, opposites attract. So if if you are that weak person, the person that's going to be abused, you're attracting that the opposite person who is going to abuse you. I mean, they aren't stupid. They always look for their prey. Just like in the animal world, when you're you're hunting for, for your next meal and to bring back to the village or whatever, you know who the weak people are that you're going to prey on because if they're not that type of person, it's not going to be a good match. Wow. It's almost like, uh, you know, you're in uh, Grand Central Station. Those pickpockets, they know who to prey on. They're not going to mess with somebody that's walking through that corridor confidently. They're just not. So, you know, it's, it's the woman that has, you know, her bag over her shoulder in a certain way or she's just not paying attention to her surroundings or whatever, that's who they're going to hit on. So unfortunately, with these relationships, they're going to go after their prey because it's easy meat, right? Wow. Kelly, what do you think? Are they easy meat? Is it easy to prey on those who 
desire to have so much love and compassion and oh well yeah i think because it's like um like you're kind of giving off that vibe kind of like what linda was saying because it's like when people have that kind of energy you can sense it and like she was saying you kind of you meet so it's right the people that feel like the victim they meet they line up with the victimizer the people that feel Ooh. powerless they line up with the people that you know like to control others so like with the people that give 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 to them they think oh i'm this great person i, I give and we hear this story all the time with relationships and not to overgeneralize because i know it could happen to men but it's a lot of times it is women right that are kind of in that position I'm uh -oh. in most general terms i'm not you know making any you know but let's just speak super general here right but even just men so not even specific right but so energetically what's happening is the only reason anyone would really kind of be like that is there's a sense of like needing approval needing validation feeling wow. like they're not good enough feeling like you know what i'm saying so if you have that kind of energy you're not going to attract the person that's going to appreciate that in you you're going to attract the person that's going to mirror back all the insecurity and feelings like you're not good enough wow because that's what's driving that giving 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 yeah sort yeah of mentality yeah right? yeah so it's like on the surface it's we our behavior seems one way that's why it's so powerful to kind of examine your beliefs and examine all of this because you start to really understand what's really happening on the deeper level that's actually creating your reality and then it's empowering it's not about blaming yourself like oh my god i'm so stupid and it's all my fault that i've had all these shitty boyfriends or whatever it's like no it's not your fault no one no one really knows this is kind of how it works so no one knows what they're doing they're doing it unconsciously so it's like you know um, and like Linda was saying before, like that, that knowing of ourselves is such a huge part of this sort of work, because unless you start digging deep and figuring out why your life is the way it is now, you can't take control of it and create it deliberately moving forward. You have to kind of dig into some stuff that might be a little ugly, upsetting. You don't really want to look at that can be a little painful. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You got to take, res take responsibility, not blame responsibility to very different energies and, and, and conce uh, concepts. And you know with relationships especially because relationships can really fuck us up and it's very emotionally charged and we're so desperate for love and we're so afraid we're not going to get it and all of that energy we we attract people that we have like no standards it's like well he doesn't beat the crap out of me so i guess he's an okay guy you know it's like we have like no basic or like what kind of linda was saying before like we don't have any healthy boundaries with like how people have to interact with us and so this a lot of this work is not just about sending out a vibration of i want a boyfriend or i want money yeah that's part of it uh -huh. but we have to find out what's happening now what's going on now because what's happening now is the result of energies i'm carrying now and if i want to create something different I need to see what's happening now so i can change it moving forward you know what i feel i feel like that the law of attraction, there's a secret to it. And I, and I say that because if you look at the elites, you look at the people in power, it seems like they attracted every device and everything that they wanted to be able to be in mm. power to rule. Obviously, they have a knowledge of something that the regular population does not because they attract everything that they want. Mm. What are we missing from the law of attraction? Example, a pimp got all these women, and you can try to rescue the woman, and she will always run back to the pimp. We have sayings like, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. We have sayings like, 
All men are dogs. All men cheat. And then when the woman gets cheated on, then it's like, see, I told you so. Does yeah. But you're attracting that with your words. You're attracting that with your behavior, with your thought processes, with your being. Your energy is, yeah. is, is throwing off. I want to be you. See, the word use is just like the word manipulation. We can use it for good or bad. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. an evil thing. It's a neutral thing. It depends on who's holding the word. Absolutely. Um, like for example, I want to be used, especially in bed. Oh yes, use me, <laughs> abuse That's me, darling. Idea. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, but uh, manipulate me. Yes, yes. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of women, I think that when we have the law of attraction in play, when we when we said we want something, we have to be very specific in what we want, or we'll attract the broadness of it if I want to be used but I only want to be used in bed but here I am finding myself by my employer or my or my friends or loved ones and I'm being used as a servant then that is not their fault it is my fault because in turn what I am doing is I am releasing the energy saying okay I want to be used I haven't specifically said, no, use me in the bed. I'm specifically saying I just want to be used. So, therefore, anybody who taps into that wavelength can use me. And that's why a lot of people don't feel guilty about using another person. It's because they're not doing it from their own sub, uh, their own maliciousness. They're, used, they're doing it from the vibe that they're getting from the person. And we often say, oh, this person's humble. Oh, they're meek. Oh, they're a good person. They'll do anything for anybody. Not realizing... Yeah, it's not a compliment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a compliment at all. So, man. Okay, let's lay down some more foundational words. I got some more foundational before we can uh, continue. Randy, I had a thought. I really love the fact that on each show you break down the words because if the people are using words incorrectly that changes the dynamic on how the other person receives the word, right? Yes. So it's mm. very important to get to the root of the, you know, the etymology of the word. Yes, yes. The same is true, I think, in the law of attraction world, that if you put out the wrong feeling or the wrong energy, again, the people around you are mis going to misinterpret that. Woo. So like you say... Um, you know, I want a I want a giving person, but I only want a giving person in this specific area here. If you're not clear with that uh, message, you're going to get whatever. It's wow. Gonna get twisted. Wow. So words and feelings matter. They count. Yes. And you I have agree. to watch. You know, sometimes the words come out of your mouth, but they say that ninety-two percent of your communication is not with the words. It's your body language, or are you rolling your eyes, or do you have your elbow, you know, your arms crossed, you're closed off. It's, it's all this other type of communication that really is telling of what that message is, what that person is trying to say or communicate. Wow, wow, that's, that's, whew, that, that's deep. You know, 
Oh man, golly. Let me let me let, let speaking of etymology, let's break down another word because I feel like we're gonna dive into this. I looked up I looked up the word law, <laughs> right? Um and I'm gonna read the full definition. I'm gonna read the full definition one A and one B for those who wanna go back and research and try to say, Oh, Rain doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, shoot yourself. Anyway, um it's a binding custom or practice of a community. And B says it's the control brought about by the existence or enforcement of such laws or actions. In other words, there has to be something dominant that enforces this to be the result in which you get. Example, there, if gravity, there's a law of gravity, which means whatever goes up must come down. If you throw a ball in the air, it's going to drop. Right? Makes sense. The law of attraction. Who determined the rules in which the law was set? Is it the individual or is it the universe? <sighs> Talk to me, ladies. Talk to me. Wow, that's deep. I think that's going into territory of like our human mind can't even get to that core level of where it started. But I think that it's just like, because I feel like there's some places like you just can't, you reach a wall where it's like, yeah, we can't go beyond that. Yeah, <laughs> screw that. Mind. Screw that. Up, oh, moving yeah, forward. <laughs> but yeah, I think that the law, I think of them like spiritual laws, right? Like that govern how like not just Earth, us little humans on our little planet are functioning, but like, you know, the, you know, universe in general and I yeah. think that the quote unquote enforcer if you will yeah. I don't know what you call it but uh, I think it's that's another thing I think it's it's not like a god man in the sky again I think it's something that we can't even come close to comprehending I think it's just a, the highest level of consciousness like an energy okay. that encompasses everything else but it, it it's a loving force I think but I think the process of attraction is neutral and non-judgmental so it's like it's not a punishment it's not reward we have to hold up our end of the bargain energetically by kind of like believing these sorts of beliefs and then we can kind of co-create with this force okay and like we're plugged into it I think that's kind of how I see it and I kind of went off a little topic probably a little but that's kind of where I'm at with that I think I think I wanted to go there too. I, I, I think we're just a speck of sand in the sea. I, I think the universe is controlling the universe. I mean, who are we? Yeah. Are, are we that self centered? <laughs> think we're it? Yes, I am self centered. <laughs> so, before us and after us, the world is going to go on. So, I think there's a greater force, yeah. a greater energy than we, is it than wrong, we are. Is it wrong to want to attract pleasure to oneself? Because when oh, I, I think when that's our purpose, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna explain what I mean. Let me let me explain what I mean. I, I you know, driving here this morning in my little half-built studio that I'm not finished yet. Um, I was just thinking about pleasure, and I'm not just talking sexual. For all the women out there, I'm not talking sexual. All the perverted guys, I'm not talking sexual. That's included, but I'm talking about pleasure like I want to get back into the process of studying things out to where I get a mental orgasm I want to attract mm -hmm. knowledge I want to attract wealth not riches 
but wealth. I want to attract good relationships. I want to attract genuine people, whether they're of the whether they're men or female that are in that that I can communicate with. That I don't have to feel awkward if I say, "Oh, hey," like say for example, if Linda puts a picture on Facebook of herself and I say, "Oh, hey, beautiful, how you doing?" I don't want her to feel I, I know she won't because I understand her but I just don't want I don't want a woman to feel awkward because I say hey hey beautiful how's your day like what what's if you're putting a picture out there on social media and a guy says hey beautiful isn't that the reason why you're posting it in the freaking first place is to get comments likes and to get people's opinion on how you look like I feel like the law of attraction we don't understand it because when we get something we don't necessarily want we feel like the law works against us but the law is neutral yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. i just feel like like for example i'm I, I to be honest i talk a lot of stuff um i'm very mean on the radio but i grew up mean and evil and all that but i changed in 2007 i changed I'm a good person now. I'm a good guy. I make everybody I laugh. Very specific, like year. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember this specific date. It like was in 2007. It all changed. Yeah, no, sir. It, it, it was August 21st of 2007. My life totally changed. I remember it like it was yesterday, because I went yeah. from being very dark and evil to being a very good guy, and um, on that path of discovering that I didn't have to be evil. Um, because yeah. I really felt like I had to be evil. The environment I was in, uh, the people and the situations I was surrounded by, I felt like I had to have a certain level of evilness to survive. And I feel like those things were put in place by the people in power. And so when I realized that that was the wrong weapon to combat them with, I changed. And so I said it to say this. Ever since I changed, it seemed like I attract people in my life that use my wisdom, my knowledge, my popularity, and then they just leave. Once I get them to a certain level, they just kind of brush off and leave to their life. I almost equate myself to a bridge. I just connect people, and they just step all over me to get to each other. And I've somewhat been okay with that. At first, it hurt me, and I'd be like, man, what the heck? And now, it's I got so... I, I guess I can say I got immune to being the bridge and I feel like that's because I'm sending that signal out because I always want to connect people with each other I always want to mm -hmm. say that hey I know this good person for example if your car breaks down and I know a mechanic I want to get you to that mechanic <laughs> like I'm always wanting to connect people but I wasn't specific on what I wanted in return. Make sense? Mm, yeah. So I'm attracting yeah, the abuse. I'm attracting the usury. I'm attracting the rejection and the neglect because I'm not being specific about what I want in return because if I know that this law works this way, why not use it to my advantage? That was exactly Absolutely. what I was talking about a few moments ago. Yes, and, yes. You know, like you're saying, defining the terms, well, defining the en your energy or your feelings or your being, shall we say. Yes. It took, you know, 
I think a lot of women are raised this way to be givers. And in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with being a giver. And it took me decades to figure this out, that the it's not just about giving. Sure, giving makes me feel good. But what the lesson I had to learn in that, and, and again, it was about defining terms. The lesson was not about the giving. It was about balance. Wow. And, and the word that I used was typical. Wow. Like, I can give in mm -hmm. these three areas, but my partner should give in those three areas over here. Otherwise, if I'm all doing the giving, and I'm doing 90% of the giving and getting, you know, 5% return or 10% return, that's not, that's not working for anybody. It's not working for me. So it's all about balance, that some days it's 70-30, some days it's 50-50, but it's close to equal. It's, it's reciprocal. So... The way I trained my brain to like stop being that giving person, don't give without the reciprocity. Wow. And it's a selfish thing to say because usually givers are not selfish, but that's what it took to heal myself in that area. Wow. So, ladies, can we say, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break. When I come back from break, we are going to continue this discussion because I feel like it is getting to where I want it to go. <laughs> um, ladies, I'm going to ask you to mute your uh, computers while we take this break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. Law of Attraction, if you're listening, and the number of the dial is 563-999-3098. Again, that's 563-999-3098. Let me say it in my sexual voice. Hey, ladies. Call daddy. Number to dial is 563-999-3098. Call me. Okay, we'll be back after this quick commercial break. <laughs> the other day and you said something that I sort of has stuck with me uh, about what, you know, what makes you afraid and we were talking about this and Denzel said uh, I don't know if you remember saying this to me but you said you attract what you fear right and I've since we spoke I've just been thinking about that all the time what are you afraid of and do you agree with that comment that you attract what you fear Apparently, I'm afraid of great actors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, positively and negative. I mean, you attract. No, you know, not just what you fear. You attract what you feel, what you are, what you attract. What's yeah, on your mind. What's yeah, on your mind. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like exactly. the law of physics. I don't know how anybody can disagree with that. It's, it's just, it, ask any physicist. They'll tell you that, yeah, David, that it's true. Yeah. David Mamet wrote it's a really a marvelous thing, that visualization thing you did. Do mm -hmm. you all, all read about this or hear this? That you used to go up on Mulholland Drive and park. Yeah, every night. And visualize seeing yourself as... Yeah, I would visualize. Uh, yeah, I would this visualize, is when you were broke and poor. You know, right, having directors interested in me and people that I respected uh, um, saying, you know, I like your work or mm -hmm. whatever that is. And and uh, I would visualize things coming to me that I w wanted or whatever. This and, was in uh, like 1987, 85. Yeah. 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 And, and I had nothing at that time. So it was like, it, but it just made me feel better. It made me, at that time, all it really was for me was kind of making me feel better. I would drive home and think, well, I do have these things. And they're out there. I just don't 
have a hold of them yet, but they're out there. Self-help books or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Self-help section. Self-help section. They've renamed it the Jim Carrey <laughs> wing. <laughs> Just this, I have an insane belief in my own ability to manifest things. Insane belief. You know, that I think it's ultimately complete sanity. But I believe we're creators, and I believe we create with every thought and every word is every moment is pregnant with the next moment of your life total believer yeah i believe in uh, manifestation i believe in uh, you know <clears throat> putting a rocket of desire out into the universe and and you get it when you believe it you get it when you believe you have it and that's the key is like people still they sit around going when's it going to come 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 and that's the wrong way you're, you're facing the wrong way, you're facing away from it. You have to go, it's here, it's here, it's here. Are you aware that, do you have the distinct, palpable feeling that your intention created this evening, as well as Melissa's? Do you understand that, that all of this, this entire event is happening inside you? Write yourself a check? I heard yeah. that you did, is that true? I wrote myself a check for $10 million for acting services rendered, and I gave myself uh, five years, or three years, maybe, and, uh, and uh, I dated it Thanksgiving 1995, and I put it in my wallet, and I kept it there, and it deteriorated and deteriorated and stuff, and, uh, and uh, but then just before Thanksgiving 1995, I found out that I was going to make $10 million on, I think it was Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Our intention, our intention is everything nothing happens on this planet without it not one single thing has ever been accomplished without intention you know folks i'll admit it my life is going really really well I, I, many of my dreams have come true and uh, there are plenty of you who've got huge aspirations and uh, for success too i get emails and tweets all the time from people so many people asking how i did it i try to share the principles of success whenever i can because i have not gotten this far without learning the principles of success and over the years i've just realized that common sense just ain't that common so i often get inspiration from books and one book that resonates with me all the time is this book right here is called the secret it is the most powerful book outside of the bible that i have ever read in my life and the book is based on the law of attraction and how that principle once you master it can help you find wealth happiness better health whatever you're looking for relationships so let me share some of the concepts that have helped keep me on my game so the first one is like attracts like. You have to understand, you are a magnet. Whatever you are, that's what you draw to you. If you're negative, you're gonna draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. So you're like a magnet, you know, and you gotta understand something about like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. This is so true. You've got to grab this. You've got to create dream boards. You've got to put the new car up on your mirror. Put the weight you want to be on the refrigerator. If you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. That's the law of attraction. That's what you bring to you. Okay, moving on. The next principle. Ask, believe, receive. So many people overlook this very simple. She said you be
gentlemen we are back it's the chew on that show and uh it's been a very interesting show so far uh if, if you're just chiming in we've been talking about the law of attraction if you have any questions comments concern uh you can comment on the live feed or you can call in call in um i might accept callers today i'm not sure it depends on how i feel but the number to dial in is 563-999-3098 that's 563-999-3098 we have an amazing show we have my amazing co-host with me linda the men's advocate herself say hi to the people hello hello and of course we have our special guest kelly say hi to the people Hello, all. Yes. Now, the law of attraction. Um, we played. Uh, I played a clip during a break from different actors talking about the law of attraction, and they sounded like they were copying off the chew on that show in our conversation with Kelly and DT. Uh, <laughs> um, but there was a word that was used that I want to talk about. Because we are always taught in the world that actions speak louder than words, right? But I think intention speaks louder than actions. What do y'all think, ladies? DT then Kelly. Absolutely. Um, because if your intention is misguided or not dead on, you're going to get a whole different result. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it starts it starts with intention. I actually we could probably take it one step back. It starts with your belief system. Woo! And then once once the belief system is in place, then you intend to do this action or have that thought yeah. or have this result. Yeah. So the belief comes first, then the intention, and then you'll get a certain result. Now it could be a good result. Good result means hmm. What I wanted is what I got. That's a good, that's a happy day. That's a good result. But oftentimes, what the person wants does not ma match the end result. Wow. So then I say, hmm. Let's go back to the belief system because something is messed up in the root cause. Wow. You know that's that's funny you said that because Kelly, you went through a season of depression, correct? 
Yeah, definitely. I was I had a lot of issues with depression, anxiety, all those lovely lovely emotions were so really ready to embrace. How did you use your power of intention to break free from all of that? Well, I think well, I think kind of what Linda said. I think it kind of started with the belief system first, right? Because when you think about it, everything in life is kind of neutral, and we kind of assign the meaning to it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're depressed or anxious, right? You're that was sexy. Say that again. That- time out. <laughs> God dang, that was. Woo, say that again. <laughs> oh my goodness. What did I say? I don't remember. Correctly. You. Oh my God. You said that everything. Oh, we the meaning to. Oh, everything's neutral. But yes. We kind of assign a meaning to it, right? With our mind, like the wow. mind is like that means that, and this story, right? So if you're depressed and anxious, you're assigning meanings to things that are like making you feel depressed and anxious, that are depressing and anxiety-inducing, right? So for me, that studying the LOA helped me deal with those sorts of feelings because I realized, okay. I'm choosing to feel this way, and I'm I'm assigning a meaning to myself and okay. life in general, and the experiences I've had that make me feel depressed and anxious. Yeah, so yeah. So I started realizing, like, adopting a different view of the world that felt more empowering and more positive. The things I felt depressed and anxious about started transforming. So it started with the belief, questioning my current belief system that was evoking these sorts of emotions and perspectives from me okay and then i was like oh why am i what am i depressed about like i kind of can i have a say in my reality if i change my inner world my outer world changes like that's empowering that makes me feel good i'm anxious because i'm afraid of all of this stuff but i'm afraid of things it's an illusion it's not real all these things i'm afraid of like there's not the world is love and all these good things and all the shitty things are stuff we humans created with our kind of ego fear-based kind of thought system. Wow. So yeah, it was just like when the beliefs started transforming and right, if your beliefs create your reality, it's kind of like the inner world changes, the outer world has to change at some point. Maybe not right away, maybe not in the exact way your mind is hoping it will change, but that energy will be mirrored back to you in some way. And then when you start mirroring when you start getting the manifestations it's like right these sorts of teachings at first like they sound good they make you feel hopeful me that your life can get better and you're kind of taking it on like an intuitive nudge or like in theory like it sounds nice yeah kind of want to believe it but then so you give it a shot and then when you start manifesting evidence in your own life it moves from like believing it in theory to believing it because your own experience has validated it back to you so it's like as that starts happening it gets easier and easier to think that way because you actually have evidence in your own life personally and that's the most powerful evidence of all yeah you can read stories about people and your friend could tell you the great thing that happened you could read about all the celebrities right like you said right they talk about the LOA and all this success that they've had and yeah that stuff can inspire you to a point but if it hasn't happened in your own life yet that's it's the only that's not going to take you very far so when you start having the personal evidence then it gets easier to believe this way and then the depression the anxiety all of these it's like oh you realize none of that's really it's valid in the sense you feel it, yeah. but it's not valid in the sense that it's true. And wow. then it's like, oh, that feels nice because this feels really shitty. I don't want to feel that way. Oh, I, I don't have to be depressed and anxious about it. And it doesn't mean I never have negative emotions. I do. But how I was in the past, I'm very much past that kind of way. Of so with that, with that, with that statement, that means that depression and sadness and loneliness are things that we create with our own minds. Is that true? 
I think it is. I also think things too. It's okay to have them too. It's not. It's not saying they're bad or wrong. They're just some. Your feelings are just messengers that kind of show you where you're focusing. I think. DT, go ahead. Well, here, here's the weird thing about feelings, and especially applicable to the law of attraction. Yes, talk to you me about feelings. A, you can't have a feeling in your mind. That wow. feeling has to be in your gut. Ooh. Yeah. That's why things are not coming true for you is because we're being mental about it, but it doesn't work that way. The universe doesn't reward exactly. us if it's a mental feeling. Wow. It only rewards us when we know it, we feel it in our gut. Wow. It's an emotional process, not an intellectual process. We try to intellectualize this and figure out how it works so we can game the system and get what we want and get our stuff. And it's like, mm, that's only going to take you so far. Yeah, you we take in this information with our minds, so we're going to kind of intellectualize it to some degree and try to like make sense of it and weigh it against what we already believe to be true. But yeah, it's like Linda said, this is an emotional process, 100%. You can't think your way into this stuff. You have to feel it. And that's why if people use tools and techniques, they're like, well, I say my affirmations and nothing's happening, or I, I made my vision board and I, I stare at it till my eyes cross, and it's like and nothing's changing. It's like, yeah, because how you feel is not changing. These things are, are tools. They're a means to an end. They don't have any power independent of your energy to, to change your reality. So but you but isn't stuff, but what are you feeling? But, but isn't everything that we feel come from our consciousness? Like the way that we think of things determine how we feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <sighs> the feeling coming first, and then we're having the thought. It's like chicken or the egg, maybe. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it's kind of like is the thought the it sperm cell, or is the feeling the sperm cell? Is the is the feeling the egg and the thought the sperm? And we give birth to that which we want to attract? No, no, no. Kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just, for me, I think there's a lot of talk about like positive thinking. And yeah, it's your thoughts, but I feel like it's more of a, an, an overall energy. And I feel like it's primarily in that realm of emotion. And yet your thoughts okay. evoke emotion and your emotions evoke thoughts. So maybe sometimes it's one and sometimes it's the other, depending on the situation. But yeah, ultimately, it's about really how you're feeling. And it's yeah it's like it's a it's we want to try to figure out how it works so we can like you know do it right but it manifesting to me happens on the level of being on emotion wow and it's like and like what we we're kind of talking about before right it's intention and it's it's important i think too to remember sorry you're talking about the action um our actions are a manifestation of our energy and our intention kind of like what linda was saying before right Ooh. like we don't do anything for no reason something's prompting us to take that action and when we start paying more attention to what's driving our actions, something about the law of attraction is it's not about sitting around doing nothing and, and your life magically changing. But when you start getting your energy right, your relationship with action changes drastically. You act from a different space. And because you realize it's your energy that creates and not so much the action, a lot of things you might be doing now to make something happen, and it doesn't, especially if it doesn't feel good and you're trying to force or manipulate a result, you start to realize, oh yeah, I don't really need to be doing that. I just yeah. Stuff that feels fun and feels right. Yeah. It, it, you know, I, I feel like in relationships that people often evolve and 
the evolution of a person if the other person is not evolving with them or evolving at all then the other the one that is evolving feels like they have to manipulate the other one into evolving and or manipulate yeah yeah like like you kind of got and we call it we call it we 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 humans um or should i say you humans (laughs) um (laughs) we we use words like we're trying to motivate you right but that's manipulation why motivate you into doing this motivate you i'm a motivational speaker or i'm going to charge you to grow at the end of the day if the person doesn't want to grow they're not going to grow and i feel like that our intentions have to be like dt said earlier balanced and you know the crazy part is kelly and you're not gonna Mm. know what i'm talking about but dt kelly has been the best so far Am I right? I yeah, uh, she's. You are right. Yes, she's been the best so far, and I say that. Be, I'm. I'm a. I'm gonna put this on the air. I can feel vibes. I can actually almost see them. Like if I don't focus on it, I can see the vibe coming off of a person, right? And yeah, uh, aura. yeah, their aura. I can see that. Like with my natural eye, I can see it. And so sometimes I will act opposite of what they protrude to give that person balance if they're prideful i will do i will act or protrude a certain humility around to bring them down to my level or bring them down Mm -hmm. to a humble level if they are very broken i'll say things or do things to elevate their uh their security within themselves um you know, and a lot of times it gets taken out of uh, out of proportion, out of context. Like, you know, I'll say things, or I'll just encourage someone, and they'll be like, in their mind, I can hear them saying, "Oh, I think he likes me," and in my mind, I'm like, "Hold oh, on, nobody like you. I'm just trying to get you to see who you really are." Like. I do that like with guys too. I could I could go to a guy. I'm I'm not I don't I'm not attracted to men whatsoever. But I, I if it, if you're a man that's close to me, I'd be like, "Hey man, I love you, man. I appreciate you." You know what I'm saying? And sometimes guys would be like, "You love me." Whoa. Like and I'm like if all you can think about the word love to a attraction, you're screwed. Period. You're screwed. Because I love a lot of people. They may not love me, but I love a lot of people. And yeah. um, That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And, and so I, I said all that to say this. As one who can see and feel vibes, is there a sense of... Is, is there anyone who can elevate themselves above certain universal laws? For the betterment of all mankind. And DT, I want you to chime in on this one and especially target it towards what the elite are doing and how we can overcome them through the universe. 
That's a deep question. I've been thinking about this question for 30 years. It's, <laughs> it's very tough, and I think the answer to your first question is yes. I think they know certain universal laws, and they choose to manipulate them and sway people and lull them into a stupor and into a sleep to get them to follow their evil ways. So, yes, I think I think that absolutely is true. And you get families who are very wealthy. They have that little magic element as well. They know how to make that wealth continue to come to them on a daily basis. Um, is this common knowledge? No. They they want to hide what those secrets are because wow. they want they don't want to share the wealth. They want to keep it for themselves. Right. Right. So yes, I think once you understand a universal law and know how to put it into practice, you can reap the benefits of of that law. Of course. Kelly, I just want to say this. Mm. Um, the vibe that I'm getting from you. Mm-hmm. is that there is a wave of money that is supposed to come to you. Um, I like that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's something you've been signaling out, but that's what I get. When I hear you talk, it's like I can see money attracting to you. Like My voice is dripping with that sweet cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> It's kind of like I, you know, I, I've been thinking about my, well, like anybody, right? Always thinking about money, kind of, right? It's like money, money, money. No, 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 but it's but, different. Uh, it's different. It's not that general yeah, thinking. Saying, yeah, yeah. I, um, I have been thinking more about money lately because I feel like I want to up my game. I'm trying to work on, especially with money, especially like you go in phases of vibrations with like you have different ideas of what's possible for you based on maybe like what you're doing now or yes. what yes. your past financial life has been like. And I feel like I'm trying to step up my game financially. Okay. So I feel like you're picking up on something that is accurate, yes. <sighs> the vi- it's like I'm- talking with a psychic. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, <laughs> call me the Viber. <laughs> a new side hustle for you yeah, yeah I know right let me hustle call me and I can tell you what your vibrations are <laughs> well, you know what I think because right, if we're talking about you know what we truly are is energy and this is something this is I'm not I'm not you know very knowledgeable in like quantum physics I know a lot of people kind of point to that to kind of prove the LOA is real but yeah. like, it has been established that everything is energy and even things that look solid are actually energy you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so yeah like, yeah. if, if it, everything's just energy and like it, there's no bounce to energy like yeah you could pick up on stuff about people you can get intuition and they don't need to be in front of you like I get into it like when I work with my clients like I'm, I'm not psychic I don't I wouldn't say that but like I just I pick up on energy when I'm talking to them and like I can kind of look beyond what they're saying to me or kind of you know I can make connections that maybe they can't see because they're kind of too in their own story right that always happens to people right yeah you yeah get sucked into your own stuff and people can see things you can't and like yeah, there's something, and I think when you start doing work like this more, especially, and you start kind of tuning into feelings, and you start, I think you can kind of tune into it more in, in other people, too. Yeah. Because it's like we're all, if that's what we are at our core is energy, and you're picking up on different energies, like you can kind of learn a lot about people without even really knowing anything about them. Yeah, yeah. Really, I, I, I just think, by the energy. I think that... Um... 
dang, I didn't want to get into this on the air, but I'm vibing so strong right now. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a, uh, like almost like a, I see you sitting on a couch like you're being interviewed, like you're on like a, I'm not saying this specific show, but this is what I can feel, like a Wendy Williams type of show where you Wendy. <laughs> you do? I do like I I'm not really into like celebrity gossip and all that, but yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I catch the beginning of her and she's just so funny, like how she talks and like I just I think she's very funny, like her personality and uh I get a kick out of her. Nice. I I feel like you're gonna be a guest on someone's show that's going to You know Wendy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I did no, no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um I feel like you're going to get an invitation to something that's going to open the pathway to the money. That I feel like there's like this charitable cause that you have in your heart that you want the money for, not just for yourself, but there's mm. a charitable cause that you've been wanting to do since you were like in your 20s. And mm. no one really understands the passion behind it. But I feel like when you get the money, you're going to really start to help people with that passion. Am I making any sense to you right now? I think you are definitely making sense. No, it's kind of eerie like that you're picking up. It's interesting, but that's a gift you have maybe because I think we all have that, but I think some people are more tuned into it and it comes more naturally to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suspect you're one of those people. Like you just kind of get stuff like, you know, you get images or feel, like, I don't know how you... <laughs> translate it in your own mind but like how it's coming to you but like uh like for me it's feelings i'm not very visual so i don't like to see things i kind of feel them yeah but uh yeah no i think it's very interesting i hope you're right because who doesn't like making more money right <laughs> it's freedom it's you can do lots of good things you can do more good for people when you have money than when you don't have any so right it's, yeah yeah um, i'm all about it yeah i you know it's it's funny because I, I'm a huge self-evaluator, and I realize something about myself is that there are certain individuals in certain times of life. I feel like there's f people that you need in life forever, and there's people that you need in life for a season. Um, DT is someone that DT is someone that I feel like I need in my life forever. Aww. But in this, but in this specific uh, season, I felt like. If I lose contact with her, I will lose contact with a part of my growth. I feel like she brings an element to a conversation or to me that will inspire me to grow to a level maybe I wouldn't be inspired to grow to if she not been in my life. And so Absolutely. as a viber, I feel like we should be able to pick up our own vibes and feel when we need vibration from another person. And... I want yeah. DT to talk about that in the dynamics of a relationship, like a significant other. Like, is there is there a place where is divorce the re is 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 the reason for divorce is because we stop vibing with our significant other? Talk a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah, I, I said that a couple of weeks ago that one one person stopped trying. They don't both have to stop. Yes, trying. I remember you saying person. that. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> And thank you for your comments, by the way. That's so touching. <laughs> so very touched. Yeah. Wow. 
No, I. It's just. <laughs> I'm. I'm glad I do that for you. No, you. You. You really do, and and it's. It's because. Um. You know, I feel like. Your fight that you've had for the past twenty five years, has been like, undercover, and I feel like your covert operation is about to become worldwide or world known, and I feel like you're going to get the help and the assets that you need to complete your mission. I don't even know what that is, but I just that's what I feel, and I feel like I'm to help bring that about. But the benefit or the reward of that is that my personal growth. Um, there's an element about you that you bring or that you vibe off in the airwaves and even on the phone when we talk and things like that. It's, it's, I call you an aunt, but I don't think that does justice. You're like a guru. You're like a, um, uh, like a, a mentor of one's psyche. <laughs> and um um I know it took years to develop that in a, as a woman in American society and I know it took a lot of self-evaluating and a self-change and 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 being real and honest with yourself and going through trial and error but I feel like the same way that I'm picking up the vibes from you and DT the the reason why I'm able to do that is because I love myself and so in turn I'm able to love other people and because I love other people I'm able to tap into desires or things that they want or things that they need or things that they think about and so as a human being I just want to be a help and even if I don't know have the answer I still just want to be a help whether that's being a positive uh, voice if that's being someone encouraging and I feel like the people in power wants us so divided that we when we look at people in the supermarket or when we go to our stores or restaurants we look at everything as fast paced busy 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 and we don't value each other to even tap into the vibrations that we give off does that make sense to anybody like yes it does it does I, and, yeah, you know, I know what exactly what you're, you're saying when you were describing, uh, you know, Kelly's vibe, I think you hit my vibe right on the head. <laughs> I absolutely desire to get my message out worldwide. Absolutely. And it's, it's kind of like I'm racing against the clock to make sure this happens because I discovered this talent a long time ago and I helped one person. And the magic in helping one person completely turn their life on end for the better I mean it it by changing them it changed me I mean that's how powerful this interaction was I thought wow you know if I could do it for one person I could do it for 10 if I can do it for 10 I can do it for thousands and so yeah I I think I have this little little magic thing going on here and I want to share <laughs> I, want, I want I want everybody to have it right 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 I think I think it is within us um, and especially American culture we don't cultivate that side of our personality or that side of our talent yes. but I think a little bit of that magic is in all of us yes I we agree we just don't know we don't know how to tap into it we don't know how to use it we don't most people don't even know it's there so yeah but it's there. and that's too like 
Yeah, like, and when I talk to people too about the law of attraction, especially, and I always want to stress to them, I'm like, there's a part of you that's already in complete alignment with what you want, that knows the truth of who you are, that's perfect, whole, complete, completely untouched by any trauma in your life. I'm like, so when you're working on yourself, don't look at it as like you have to start from scratch and like fix what's wrong with you. I'm like, you're already fine. There's a, that part of you is already there. You just kind of have to peel away at all the stuff that's obscuring it that's kind of been piled on over time from the you know the experiences of our life you know the the fears the depression the anxiety the anger and all these things I'm like and all of that is own it it's it's that's a part of you too it's fine it's not bad or wrong I'm like but there's that part of you that's already got it it's already there you don't need to build it or or try to find it it's it's there it's just kind of peeling away what's getting in the way of it and I think that could be a relief to people because it's like they think they're so broken and there's all these things they have to fix about themselves and you know it, it, they're missing something you know integral to this process and it's like no you're not missing anything it, it's been there the whole time kind of just waiting for you to kind of like connect with it again more consistently wow you know I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the video and I'm looking at the Facebook comments that we have uh, on the show, right? And um, there's this um, guy who I don't know if it's a guy or what. Avery Pack. If you're uh, still watching the show, yeah, he's my buddy. Oh, you know him? Okay, good. Well, yeah. you can. Well, you can. He's a, he's a long time fan. Of don't him. tell me nothing about. Don't tell me nothing about him yet. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm vibing right now. Hold on, hold on. Uh, the uh, viber is going yeah. out. Yes. Um, <laughs> does Avery do something like, I don't know, uh, um, does he like perform, sing, does music in some type of way? If he does, I feel like he's vibing for in a specific opportunity and I feel like in the month of May it's going to happen I don't know I'm just vibing right now Avery if you're listening chime in comment I don't know you from Adam and Eve um, and I try to click on your Facebook page from the comments but it won't let me it's just like I'm clicking and there's nothing happening so um, I don't know anything about you but um, uh or do I? Or do I? <laughs> um, but I, I feel that vibe. It's kind of like I can see him on the stage in a crowd there. And I can't hear what he's doing. I don't know if it's spoken word. I don't know if it's singing. I don't know if it's rapping. I don't know if it's whatever. But I see him in like this jazzy type of building like a lounge type of area um yeah so i don't know so you can't you can't see his face page, facebook page no i can't like i'm clicking because on I'm the at it right now and that room that you just described that's like one of his new profile pictures is it look look i'm 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 clicking on his comment and it won't let me go to his profile like i'm wow. like i'm literally clicking on here I'm gonna okay you see the the Facebook video I'm gonna post his profile thing okay just click on that top cat 
It won't even let me click. What? I can't even. I'll do it after the show. I can't. I see the Facebook.com slash Top Cats Evil Twin yeah. thingy. Will you click on that? No, I like. I can like the comment. Like I just liked it, but I can't. Okay. When I click on it, it doesn't show its Facebook. It doesn't even go to the link or anything. Um, but yeah. Anyway, oh. I I'll check it out. Um, but that's what I was feeling. And, you know, I care so much about people, but I have a wall up. And the wall is because of the neglection, the loneliness, the hurt, the pain that I've been through my whole life. But the wall doesn't stop new people from coming in. It just, it's like a protective layer and if a person's character th can get through that layer, then they're in. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm not trying to throw religion into the conversation, but in the Bible, there's a scripture that says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. It's in Proverbs. And I feel like that wall is guarding my heart to let me know that, okay, if this person can't, if this person's character can get through this wall, they belong inside the kingdom of your heart. If they cannot, mm -hmm. then you keep them out. The law of attraction. Well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Talk. About who you let into your orbit. Yes. Yes. And 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 the the ah, I see it now, DT. Yes, oh, that's what I was seeing. Yeah. That, I'm telling you, the way that you describe it, that's this picture I'm looking at. Oh, snap. Yeah. I'm, I, oh, I see it. Yo, that's gangster. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, that that's kind of dope. That's, that's kind of freaky. freaky. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That vibe was dead on. <laughs> um, Kelly, Kelly and I have nothing to worry about because we're all good now. <laughs> I don't know. I just got some validation. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. snap. That gave me a little boost of faith there. <laughs> Believe in me. <laughs> no, um. Crap, what was I saying? First two followers. Oh, yeah, I'm starting a cult. It's called the Chewites. <laughs> Follow me. No, um, but for real, like, crap, what was I saying? That kind of freaked me out a I little bit. you're getting at the law of attraction with people, like, in your life. Yes. So, like, you know, and, 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 okay, I'm, I'm going to give a real life situation I went through. There's this person I grew up with, right? I mean, we grew up since, like, I was, like, nine years old, eight, nine years old. I barely talk to this person now. And on top of that, I feel like I compromised a lot of things that I wanted to do and become to keep this friendship because I felt like the friendship was something that was needed in my life. And so mm -hmm. I think from that experience, I attract friendships that I don't necessarily need to keep forever, but seasonal. And yeah. I feel like that I myself long for human friendship. 
It could be male or female, but I just want to be able to have a bunch of people that I love and that love me. But because of the world, the Western world that has been shaped by the elite, I feel like a lot of people have been robbed through the upbringing of society of what genuine vibration, love, and attraction to one another really is. Example, like we talked about earlier, you have the woman who attracts crappy dudes. And you try to save this woman from the relationship and she'll leave the guy, but she'll go right back to him. I feel like the people in power can manipulate the things that we're attracted to. And Kelly, I want you to chime in and then DT. Do you think? Yeah, I think to a degree, but also the thing I would say is if we're like all, like, right, if all of us are kind of creating our reality individually, then it kind of follows, right, that our collective human experience as a whole, we're all kind of co creating it together. Uh huh. So, and this is not about blaming anybody, but people can only be manipulated if they're allowing it. Like people can't Ooh. do anything to you that your that your energy wouldn't allow for. Wow, so that's powerful. Of, again, it's not about blaming ourselves, but we have to take responsibility, right? And that's not to say that there aren't assholes and greedy fucks and all, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. People in the world, but it's not to like let them off the hook, but we have to take responsibility for like, if we feel like we're being manipulated or used or victimized or taken advantage of or duped, we participated in that and that's not about blame that's to me is a very empowering perspective because it feels really crappy to think that other people have like control over you and like you can't do anything about your life because of these you know powers that be and so we kind of co-created that dynamic i think but i think people are starting to wake up a little bit more now and kind of taking their power back like for example Trump being like I don't, I don't really like talking about politics, but I just think it's a really good example. Talk about you know, it. A lot of people thinking like you know Trump got elected. Oh my God, something terrible went wrong. How could people elect someone like him? But I think that we manifested him because we had a lot of different energies that were kind of coming to a head. He brought them out, and all of the stuff that him and his government are doing, people really like taking action, and they're like really fighting for causes that they care about. And so I think it was a perfect creation. Like that's exactly what was needed to happen to get people maybe into action that they might not have taken if maybe Clinton got in and things were kind of just like they always were, right? Wow. I see exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's not so the it's person like, it's, you're saying. There's a co-creation. It's, it's not necessarily the person. It's the manifestation of what was in people's hearts and minds at the time. Wow. Exactly. Like, right, like a lot of people were feeling very powerless. There was a lot of tensions between, like, you know, Christians feeling attacked for their beliefs and, you know, stuff with gay people, transgender, you know, the environment, women's rights, all that kind of crazy, all that stuff was happening. And there was all this powerlessness and feeling this and that. And then, like, him coming to power right it kind of brought it all to the surface and it, it seems very ugly and nasty on the surface but i think in a way it's it was kind of 
the perfect progression of what was already in play energetically on a larger scale, which not just Americans, because right, America for better or for worse, right, we're kind of a global main, you know, on the main stage, you know, probably no other country than uh, ours is other people in other parts of the world kind of care what's happening here and know about what's going on here. So I think he was a manifestation not just for of Americans, but like the whole country, the whole world. Because you saw even with stuff happening here, there were protests in other countries protesting stuff that he was doing here. Like people were caring like you know thousands of miles away what was happening here and, and not being happy with what he was doing. So it's like I feel like it's kind of like. You know, with stuff like that, with people, anything where as anything with, we're interacting with each other, we're all creating it and are 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 participants in it, even if we're not conscious of that fact, which is most of the time we're not going to be. But yeah, so it's kind of about wanting those people to change and recognizing a need for change. But we also have to see like how are we participating in this dynamic. Yeah, I kind of feel powerless. I do have this feeling that all rich people are assholes and they they don't care about anybody but themselves and whatever, right? All these different beliefs we have that get mirrored back with these sorts of, you know, situations and these different people that come to power or whatever, presidents and celebrities even, like anybody that we see is above us. And it's so, yeah, I kind of look at it like we have to agree yeah they need to do some stuff differently too but we also need to kind of take responsibility for our energy that created this dynamic in the first place because we all were creating it collectively together on a large scale i think wow dt and we have to we have to also realize that by not taking action is an action yes yes so if the powers that mm -hmm. be are trying to distract us and they're going to say oh well look at um, Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial and they're going to, you know, focus media attention on that. Meanwhile, they're distracting us from looking at other issues which may be far more relevant to our personal lives and far more important in the scheme of things. But no, no, they don't want us looking at that. They want us looking at Kendall Jenner yesterday or whatever it was. Right, so right. By, by, by making the choice to get sucked into that that uh, that tornado over there, that media tornado, it keeps us from looking at what we should be looking at. And that's a choice. So we have to, you know, snap the rubber band and snap ourselves out, out of it because it, it's yeah. enough already. Because they're doing this with such regularity, you know, distracting us and taking our attention um, so they can go about their merry way doing whatever business they want to accomplish. Yeah, and I think now, wow. like, people are paying more attention to certain things, especially in the U.S., because, like, all sorts of, you know, crazy stuff is happening. And, yeah, I think it's, it's waking people up. And, again, it's about taking responsibility, not blaming yourself or blaming, you know, this group of people or that group of people. It's just because, to me, this, this idea is empowering. It feels good to feel like, oh, yeah, we created this. That means we can create something different. It feels bad to think, like, we're all helpless victims and, like, you know, these, these uh, whatever small group of people that are kind of running the show, like, you know, we got to hope that they, they change and do what, do the right thing. And then if we think that they're not going to, that feels badly. But it's like, if we realize like, oh, we're kind of participating in this together. Yeah. They're doing their thing, 
but they're only able to do that because of kind of what we're doing down here or right. over here on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's a, you know it's about a, it's a responsibility, um, and not everyone is gonna to wake up to this perspective, and it's it's not necessary for every single person to, to develop this sort of consciousness. But I think it's it's rising in general, and I think people are aware of what's happening. There's um it's bringing out people's like together, like you know the perfect example like. You know when the, that travel ban a while ago, right? And everyone came out in support of Muslims and they, the bodegas in in New York, all the you know the people from Yemen own them, and you know they closed and people were marching in all. And so it's like, yeah, this bad thing happened that we look at as bad, but I think a lot of good is coming out of it. And it's just like where we are right now. There's a lot of turmoil, and it's kind of like a detox, I think, where it's like all this stuff is kind of coming to a head, but it's also moving people into positive actions so it's like it's not really a, a terrible thing if it's creating these positive kind of results it just looks kind of ugly at the moment but i think an overall collectively we're moving towards something better so i just had a mental orgasm <laughs> oh my gosh listening to both of y'all we're gonna take a quick break but before we do what both of y'all just highlighted was that the law of attraction sometimes attracts bad situations so that we can act positively to affect change. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I don't think anything that ever happens, like obviously as a human, it's understandable we'll think certain things are bad because they'll produce a negative reaction. Yeah. But I feel like no matter what happens, there's always a, it's just showing you something and that you need to see and, and change it use that as a springboard to make a positive change so it's like it's always a matter of i guess perspective and kind of seeing the, the lesson in something and kind of looking at, you could still have your reaction and not like it but you could be like okay like with relationships for example with people and like what you were saying with like the different hardships in your life like that softened your heart probably and opened you up to this sort of path yeah. If that hadn't happened, you might not be here now. So it's like, yeah, I didn't like that stuff. I didn't like it, but it kind of brought me to a better place so I can kind of view it differently. And even though I can't change my past, I can look at it differently and change the story that I might have attached to it. Wow. We're going to take. I think nothing. I think nothing happens in a void either. You know, we had a very divisive uh, political year last year. Yes, and yes. We had everybody split directly down the middle. Yes. You know what? I agree with Kelly that there's a greater good that there was some sort of groundswell that finally came to the surface. It's kind of like that blister that has to pop, and now that it's popped, it hurts like heck. But, you know, we're yeah. going to get through it, and it has raised an awful lot of questions um, for pe for many people who never went went there. So it's good. I mean, it's still we're still on shaky ground, but I think it's going to be, eventually it's going to be good. One magical thing that I loved about last year is once and for all, we brought it to the forefront that that the media is completely fake. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For everybody to get that message, 300 million Americans to get finally get that message. You know, hallelujah. If it didn't accomplish anything but that one sentence, you know, that's, I think it was all worth it. You know, that's funny you said that because I've been trying to for the past 3 months build a network called Chew News, not True News, but Chew News. And I yeah. wanted 
to raise up ground roots journalism or journalists that actually have what's really going on uh, and put them to the forefront. But, you know, we I want to take a quick break. And when we get back, by the way, I'm going to send a vibration over to Kelly. And when we get back, I want Kelly to tell me if she can feel it or not. Uh-oh. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back the chew on that show shall commence Remember niggas 
try to bag me. Kept it written and they mad at me. Thought the means would embarrass me. But I didn't really been the tragedy. Little what the jungle with a killer rubble. What the cap over action. Not the power out of this battery. Make his mama feel the agony. When it's beef, who gon' really ride? Play neutral, niggas switch sides. Niggas worse than any hoe bitches. They don't really know what they deride. In the building with the sick side. I can't lose my life in the field. Gotta play the lights in the bill. I ain't got time for a shit. They do the book at the kid. We really deliver what they did. That shit didn't make me a monster. I took the book and I read. I got niggas taking real L's. Give them love and they put in the field. I put a stack on their phone. I feel like bitch, I'm a friend. Who does the noodles for breakfast? Baby, so young and so reckless. Came up in there in the track. I'm about to teach them a lesson. I'm the one that told the youngest when you're from there. Niggas gon' respect me. From the muscle, now we flex. Fuck it up and then we ask. They know I'm a ride for the shit. They know I'm a die for the shit. I had to give me some money. And I put the squad on the shit. I did. Remember they said I would lose. Them niggas was stopping that shit. So fuck it, we breaking the rules. All of the brand in the shit. Oh, came back off the three to one. Who would thought that I'd be the one? In the dollars, I can see the sun. Heard them coming, they ain't even come. I can feel these niggas up. I can hear when these niggas talk. I can hear when they ain't hating on me. Still playing with a bigger hug. Fuck it, I'ma take the high road. Killing niggas with my eyes closed.
white tongue on a shot. Eight ball on a pocket. White boys in the gang. Call them in the Millinocus. He won't hesitate to shoot him. Private jet to Bermuda. I knew I'd been had sauce. Cause I was fucking on my tutor. Truck backing up the dually. A hundred pounds out the cooler. Came from a couple noodles. I fucked the game, come a sutra. I got M's on my mind. I got photos in my time. Put a mother, bitch on Coco, total. Heard it through the vines. Yeah. Early in the morning trapping. You can get it by your action. Trying to turn his accent. I beat the pot with a pat. Beat it up. Oh, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. Here at the Chew on that studios, the Chew on that radio show. Today's topic, the law of attraction. Man, if you can't learn from this show, if you can't understand more from this show, then I believe that you don't have common sense. I I try to bring people along that inspire you to deep to dig deeper into your research studies and the knowledge in general um with that being said we are back my panel is still here my lovely co-host linda dt holla at the people hey hey and of course my special guest for the day kelly holla at the people hello and you know the you know it's crazy because um a lot of times, us who have a, what I can say, a persona in the media, us authors, us bloggers, us radio hosts, us celebrities, whatever you want to call us, a lot of times we are on a mission to try to better other people and with that we automatically attract a sense of loneliness um and a loneliness in the sense of not a depression type of loneliness but a loneliness in the sense of why are all these cor- corrupt stupid people getting all the resources and we over here busting our butts to survive and i'm kind of venting right now and it it sucks because if I was a multimillionaire, people like Linda and people like Kelly are people that I would fund their goals because it's for the betterment of mankind. Man, it, it's we. I did a, I did a study on charities, and I realized that seventy five percent of the money that's donated to charities don't even get used in the charity cause it pays the employees the staff and blah 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 25% of that goes to the actual thing that we're allegedly donating to and by the t- especially if it's overseas by the time the people overseas it goes to their government that 25% now becomes 10% <laughs> you know before it actually hits the population in which we're trying to help and I just feel like 
if we don't if we don't continue to make a stand, if we don't continue to bring action to what we see is wrong, we cannot blame the people in power. We have to blame ourselves. Kelly and Linda are white women. I'm a black man. Yet, during this whole conversation, there was not any sense of racial issue at all. It's because we're not saying that it doesn't exist, but we're we're so enlightened and we're so past it that we're saying, look, it don't matter what color you are, it don't matter what background you come from, we can learn from each other, we can grow from each other. We have to work together. And the people that we can't work with that doesn't care about the overall of mankind, we just have to chalk them up as a loss. Okay. And and I'm I'm speaking from the heart here because I'm tired of waking up every day and the world being the way that it is. And I'm not I don't have a platform, so to speak, that I can I feel like if I had a certain level of platform that I can actually affect change in laws and in humanity. But because I don't have that platform, I feel like my my purpose is somewhat limited for right now. I'm not saying that it's not going to come in the future, but for right now, I feel that way. And I just want to see mankind as a whole grow up and become what we are supposed to become. And I love having these conversations that are awkward, controversial, unique. Um, because I feel like, in a sense, they're needed. And I feel like those a lot of people that say that they're willing to have the conversation, but they won't actually have the conversation if it's brought to them. Um, and that's why I think... Linda so much and I thank my special guest Kelly so much for chiming in on this topic um, because the law of attraction we've, we've, we've talked about it and now for the last 10 minutes I want to talk about it in a very different way and it's this how can one attract someone in a sexual way? I want DT to go first and then Kelly to chime in. Can you attract someone who's not even interested in you at first and seduce them into being attracted to you in a sexual way? DT. Of course you can. I think I think it's almost for women it's almost a lost art. It's almost like you know the past Hold up, time out DT, DT, DT. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, it's had another mental orgasm. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my god. Say that again, please. I think women have lost their way. They've lost the art of seduction. Oh my god. The reason why is because the last couple of decades, 
since uh, women's lib in the 70s, you know, we're standing on our head trying to be men. And we are not men. Whoa! Shots fired! Kick, 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 kick. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we want so hard to be equal, but it's we don't even, we say we want to be equal, but we really don't want to be equal because we want to be equal to the detriment of men, which also doesn't work, and which is also the anti of seduction. I mean, I don't know. These problems could all be solved um, if we went back to our feminine ways. There's nothing wrong with being feminine. In fact, femininity is extremely powerful. It's attractive. Oh, my God. Whew. We've, we've uh, somehow, it's, you know, the people have told us it's not okay to feel that way or be that way or whatever. So we've lost it. Yeah. So... It's pretty sad. But yes, in answer to your question, absolutely, you can seduce somebody. Absolutely. I, you know, men are, it's easy to do with men. Men are visual. So yes. all you have to do is cater to that visual aspect. Cater so to might, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Something as simple as, you know, tossing your hair back or, you know, lowering your chin or looking out over your eyelashes or it might be the way that you walk by on the way to the bathroom, let's say you're at a bar or restaurant, the way you walk past him to where he's looking at you, you know, from the rear view after you've already walked by him. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do that are very subtle, but, you know, the, the guy is just dropping dead. He's, you know, dropping whatever he's doing or thinking because he's got nothing on his brain but you. Yes. Yeah. I want that seduction back. I say, let's bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, go and ahead. Women, and for oh, women, I'm sorry. For go women, ahead. Yeah, women are not visually stimulated. I don't care what they tell you about in the news. That's not sexually how we are stimulated. We are stimulated um, by what we hear. So to wow. hear those low, dulcet tones of his voice, and oh, it's just, it's like... Physically, he's like wrapping his arms around you. That's what we yes. sense Let me when wrap my we arms hear around that you. slow voice, the yes. low voice. That's uh, that's seduction. That's music to our ears. It's if music to you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Kelly, yeah, chime in on the conversation, please. Kelly. Um. My turn. Okay. I was like, I didn't know if you were talking to me or like the audience in general. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah. Well, if you're talking about like law of attraction from a perspective of like particularly like sexual relationships and stuff like that, I think the first place you want to start is like, right? So, if we're attracting things to us based on our energy, you uh -huh. have to kind of start feeling that sexiness in yourself. Ooh. And then other people will pick up on it in you. Another thing I would say is if you're looking to seduce certain people, be open to like maybe it'll be somebody else because like you can't really control other people and like guarantee okay i want that person to find me attractive or i want to have a relationship with that person specifically and i'm going to use the law of attraction to bring them to me it's like at the end of the day ultimately we don't have that kind of control it's not that's not really the source of our control it's more like our energy and then our energy will be reflected back to us so yeah i would say if you are wanting to have more sexual experiences and like that sort of encounter with somebody 
you got to start feeling sexy yourself because people can't um, people can't give to you what is not coming from your own energy. Like your vibration can't be defied your own energy. So people can't give you something you're not a match to. So like if you're putting that energy out there, you're going to uh, match up with people that are responding to it. And with that kind of energy too, it's good because you're likely, it's going to be probably a more enjoyable sexual encounter uh -huh. than trying to attract somebody because you feel bad about yourself and you need validation, you're sexy, and then you sleep together and then you feel like shit, right? That happens like all the time. Yes. Right? And, uh, so it's like, you always want to do that inner work on yourself anyway, because then if you're feeling sexy, you're feeling good, and then you meet up with somebody and you're vibing together and you're both feeling each other. And it'll probably be a more pleasant encounter too. So like go within, work up that own confidence, feel sexy as you are. Doesn't have, doesn't matter what you look like or how much you weigh or anything about your physical appearance. It's an energy. Like, cause it's always an energy that attracts us to people, right? Like you might see somebody and physically find them attractive, but how many times, right? Have you met somebody that's like very textbook considered attractive by conventional standards and like their personality sucks? And right, you feel no attraction to them. Yes. Even though they're conventionally very good looking. Or you meet somebody where right away you might not initially feel attracted to them physically, but you get to know them and they have a really good personality or they're fun or you have a lot in common, right? And then you feel very attracted to them. You realize at, at the end of the day, it's really energy no matter what, even if it seems to be a surface thing. There's always an energetic component to it that, you know, there's something. So if you cultivate that energy in yourself, you'll attract people that kind of are, you know, will mirror that back to you in some way. You know, as I have I as I've grown older, um I have uh realized that in order for you to um stimulate me, you have to be intelligent. If I don't care how big the booty is, I don't care how beautiful the face is. If you are stupid, <laughs> I want no parts of you. And I'm not talking about I'm I'm not talk, I'm talking about when I was single and and when I was looking for someone to seconds. connect with. Woman, I'm talking. I don't care about your 90 seconds. Um and um you know, I, I feel like I feel like we've I feel like as men we have valued the wrong thing about women. We look at their body and value them for their body instead of valuing them for their character and their mind. Seconds. I feel like the character and the mind is the things that make a woman beautiful I don't think it's necessarily now I'm not I'm not being stupid you're the way you look does play a role you can't look like Chewbacca and expect to be <laughs> and expect to have your option of men you Even if, if you, she's as smart as Einstein yeah if you look like Chewbacca you gotta go with a man that you have to settle for I'm sorry, women. If you are, if you are below a six, you gotta settle for whoever wants you. If they want you just for that thing, you gotta open them legs up. But anyway, what I am saying is ten seconds. I don't care about your ten seconds, woman. I'm talking. 
what I am saying is that in order to attract humans that we want in our life, we have to seek for those who intellectually and emotionally are at a level that can make us a better person. With that being said, I'm going to close out the show. Um, I want Kelly to give all her social media, websites, all that information out. DT, after that, I want DT to give all her information out, and then we're going to close the show. Go ahead, Kelly. Okay, well, thank you for having me. It was super fun. And I guess right now, just focus on my website. You can find all my social media contacts there, and that's the best way to reach me anyway. Uh, LiveLifeMadeToOrder.com. You'll see blog posts, podcasts, coaching, all. That's the best way to kind of know me and, and get in touch with me. And all my social media accounts are on there if you want to connect with me that way. And, yeah, LiveLifeMadeToOrder.com. Nice. DT. All right, so I also have a radio show. I'd like people to join me. It's uh, live every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find me on Facebook, um, and it's the same name as the show. Just type in Google uh, The Men's Advocate Show. That's The Men's Advocate Show. My website is themensadvocate.com themensadvocate.com and I have a brand new mobile app where you're going to find out all about me so you can listen live you can listen on demand you can uh, check out my books Mastering Women and Pitched in 90 Days uh, they're on Amazon there, there are links to my one on one coaching both on the website and the mobile app it's all there so check out my new mobile app I, I want to hear from you guys and also, all of DT's information is on the ChewOnThat.com website. That's Chew, C-H-O-O, dash, on, dash, that.com. And if you click on DT's picture, um, it'll take you to a personal page that has, right now, it literally has her radio show on there. So when she's live... You can go to her page on my website and listen to her live. Um, you can download her app. Click on the uh, click on the uh, link um, on the website, and you can download her app. If you don't support DT, don't support me. <laughs> and that's the end a package of deal. Yeah, that's a package <laughs> deal. Yeah. Straight up, if you don't support DT, don't support me. And if you don't like what I just said, shoot yourself. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening to the Chew on That Show. Kelly, I thank you so much for being on my show. Um, I thank you for having me. It was so much fun. This was super fun. Yeah, it, it, it was. And, and, and I'll have you back on, um, you know, real soon. But thank everyone for thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for uh, commenting. And uh, I will see you next Thursday, 10 a.m. to noon, Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. Deuces! Thanks, Kelly. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Linda. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. We'll see you next week.
know me, how you get it, how you got it. I get it. How you say about it. You say you know me, how I get it out the project. I shoot at the whole of Bye, Nino.